Hey everyone, welcome to Sunny Commutes, a podcast where I combine the worlds of web development and business and share my experiences. This is podcast episode 65, where I'll be answering the question, are websites still important? Now, this is a uh, very first for the podcast where I'll be having a guest. Uh, so I have with me Kyle McDonald. Hey, what's up, Kyle? Hey, everybody. So, yeah, we're talking about uh, websites and social media. So before we get into that, Kyle, do you want to make like a small introduction? Yeah, so uh, I'm Kyle and I, I'm also a web developer like Sunny. I'm kind of a front end full stack role at the place I work at right now and Sunny, Sunny and I have worked on different projects in the past, and uh, yeah, I don't really know. Like, <laughs> that's pretty much like the the base summary of things. I'm sure if Sunny thinks of anything important to add on to that, he can. But <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's good. Um, yeah, we will work on like Iron Mike is like the main project right now, so that's probably the main thing there. Um, so yeah, so let me just go ahead and kind of give a small intro on what we're talking about today. Uh, so, you know, our website's still important. Um, now, obviously, like both of us as web developers, we're probably a little biased here, but that's kind of what I want to get into with uh, social media kind of just taking over. Like nowadays, uh, websites aren't really seen as important because there's a lot of people just uh, building audiences on social media, um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, like Facebook groups. And a lot of people are making money off of it, too. So when you start off on social media and like YouTube, uh, do you even need a website? Like, you know, is there a reason even with like a podcast, too? Is there a reason to, to trans transition over? And, you know, is there like are there still reasons just for having a website? Right. So. Um, so first, let me just kind of explain why social media is important. Um, so first, it's where your audience is already is. Um, you know, with a website, if you build a website and you launch it, you're not going to have any new people on there yet uh, before people are, you know, visiting it on a regular basis versus social media. People are already checking Twitter. They're already checking Instagram every day. So, you know, just go where your audience is, right? Um, it's quick and easy to just like start posting on social media, of course. Uh, you can reach out to other people. So, you know, it is social media, so you can network with other people. And then users kind of fear websites for being like slow and, and ad infested too. So, you know, a lot of people kind of just don't trust websites, whereas on social media, they just, you know, it's already a platform. So they already know what to expect. Um, Kyle, what, what, what do you think about that? Is that like pretty accurate, you think? Yeah, I think social media is obviously a key role uh, in everything today because it's a huge part of like popular culture. It's a where everybody kind of migrates and it's like an easy way to spread information like over a large audience, uh, a easily and b cheaply. So yeah, like I totally agree with everything you just said. Yeah. Um, and the next thing, like, obviously we care because we're biased, you know, we build websites, but I, th I think like for me personally, like I generally think that websites still matter and kind of the main thing here is that, so, like I see social media as like just different channels. They're channels for distributing your content, right? So if I make a video, I'll, you know, publish it to YouTube. I might um, publish the full version on Facebook as well, but like then like maybe a 30 second clip on Instagram or Twitter, but they're all just like ways to distribute your content, right? You write some 
write a tweet, you write an article, and you post that there. Um, so why would you want to have a website? Um, so one is like full control over the user experience. And with this, it's basically, you know, with Twitter and Facebook, like these are platforms that kind of lock you in to some limitations. Whereas on a website, you can pretty much free to do whatever you want. Right. Um, so with that, it's kind of like, what would be like some good examples here versus like, you know, if you publish a podcast, for example, right. Um, what are kind of like some freedoms you think would be, would be good, um, to, to have like on a website? No, I think the full control over user experience, like you said, is huge. And it's mainly because you control the user flow. So like if somebody follows you on Twitter or something, there's no like follow-up email. You can't do drip campaigns like that. You can't, you can't control what the user is going to do next. Uh, but when you have your website, you can sort of control that like easier. Like when say, like read your article, for example, say you have like Sunny, you have on your site at the bottom, you have a way to like see other articles or get in contact with you and like stuff like that. So you can kind of control the user flow. But like on Twitter, like if I'm scrolling through and I see somebody's tweet, I like it. And that's pretty much the only interaction. And I don't really go any further. So having full control over what the user does is huge. Yeah, exactly. Cause like you're pretty much when you read a tweet or see like an Instagram post, you're just going to keep scrolling. There's no, especially on Instagram cause there's no links or anything. A lot of people say like, yeah. Oh, link in bio, but yeah, everyone's just going to keep scrolling view other people's posts. Um, and yeah, like on the bottom of my articles, like you said, I have like, have like a way to subscribe to my newsletter. You can leave a comment or like follow on social media so you can go, you know, from the article to social media if you want, but at least like there's that next step. So I think that's spot on. Um, and then the second thing is like, you can set your own creative limits. So it's kind of, it's kind of uh, plays off the first one, but uh, this is more like you can, you know, you're not limited to just like photos on Instagram. You're not limited to just text on, on Twitter or images. Uh, you can pretty much like create any kind of experience. You can, um, you know, you can like design wise too. Um, do you have any like kind of some cool ideas here? Uh, what you can kind of try on a, on a website? Yeah. Well, I mean like to, to lay the groundwork first, like for example, on your Twitter profile, again, if you're on your profile, you can control, uh, like your profile photo, your bio, uh, and like the cover image. And then if you're online, you can control the color. Uh, but when you have your own website, you can control the entire aesthetic. And based off the aesthetic can kind of communicate to the end user, like, Hey, like this is like a really, like I'm like a really professional person or I'm a really fun person or something like that. Like whatever you're wanting to communicate with, uh, something like Twitter, like, especially, uh, like when you're in the feed view, you don't see the person's profile at all. So you don't get any kind of vibe, the kind of person that they are or what they're about. But once you go to their website, you can totally see that. So I think, uh, they just put whatever you want yeah yeah you can control Um, how the user perceives you better that way yeah and then the next thing would be the content ownership so this is something that i've personally been doing a lot with uh, writing articles and a lot of people that have been like medium.com is like a popular platform for uh, publishing articles right but a lot of people i see now moving over to personal blogs like personal blogs are cool again and the main thing there is kind of like for SEO purposes, because it's on your own domain. Um, Medium used to have a custom domain, but now they don't. So 
you're kind of wanting to push over to your own custom domain, um, good for search engine optimization. Uh, but then you also like own the content. So if Medium was to shut down or any other platform, um, you own your own content. It's on your own website, right? Um, so you can, you know, you're free to do whatever you want there. Uh, no one else owns it. You're not, you know, you're not scared of, of your content getting taken down or something like that. Um, and then I've also been cross-posting on other sites, uh, Medium included, but also a developer-specific one called Dev, uh, Dev.2. And that's like more developer-specific, but they have a community around, um, you know, the articles that people post there. So I'm getting like a lot of traction, a lot of uh, people actually reading my content, but it still sets, um, still sets like the original link to my own domain, to my own, uh, to my own website. And that means like just my content and my source of content is still my website, um, but it's still available, you know, on social media and other sites. Um, have you kind of experienced this as well? I, yeah, I think, I think content ownership is big. It's got a lot of pros and cons, but the, big, the biggest con that content ownership has is uh, not having the same sort of distribution channels and not getting like the almost free promotion that posting on some other like platform provides but you kind of solve that problem yourself by just like cross posting anyways so it just like kind of kills that right. anyways and then the with you cross posting you're still on your articles being like hey this uh article's cross posted from my personal blog and then it, it gives a, a lead in then for those users to actually come to your site and hopefully read the rest of your posts from your site in the future uh and then that like obviously gives benefits like we said about full control over the user experience, but then this also like gives the opportunity for like uh, partnerships and ads and stuff like that if you wanted to go that route. So I think content yeah, that's, ownership. Yeah, that's a huge point. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to, yeah, if you want to put, do ads or this kind of like why I hate uh, like Google AMP or um, Facebook articles, I think it's called, because, you know, po posting specifically on those platforms, there's a lock into like what ads you can have and what kind of like sponsored content you can have. So that's, that's a really good yeah. point. And not only that, on your own then, website, you can, yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah. Good. I said, the other thing you're kind of locking yourself into is the functionality of your, uh, post itself, because like on your personal site, which is another great example of this is you're able, you're, you add custom like modules to your articles, which highlights the content, in your articles mm -hmm. better and stuff like that. And like with Google amp or like even with medium and dev.2, you're limited in that sense, but you're really limitless when right. it comes to like, really interactive and cool things that you can do with your posts. Right. Cause on your, on your own site, like you can, the content itself can look different um, on Google amp or medium. They all pretty much look the same. So it's really hard to stand out. Yeah. Um, I think that plays into the next point of, uh, of your website being all about your brand. So on social media, like you can kind of continue your brand, meaning like, um, the same like avatar, the banner that you have, the the color, um, the specific colors and stuff that you have. Um, so whatever identifies you or like your business as a brand, but it's still like, it's still on social media. It's hard to stand out. Right. Um, whereas on your website, you can go full in on your brand. It's, it's your logo. It's your domain. Um, the way that you want your content to look. So it's kind of plays off from the, the previous point. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. I mean, uh, like it's, a, it's all like a psychological thing and like it's it brings sort of like a hook in for the people that are visiting your site so like if they visit your Twitter like they they might remember you by your profile picture 
but I feel like very rarely <laughs> that does actually happen. Uh, but like you would remember somebody's site if it stood out enough. Like it, there's more things going on, more things to trigger, like psychologically remembering something and then uh, like just being able to communicate your brand better is a huge, huge like thing. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, like your your website just stands out for sure. Um, and then like kind of linking it back, like your website, you can still, you can have that as be like your central place to link to uh, social media. Like I know Kyle, you even do this on your site where you just have like all the social links on there, um, your newsletter and whatever else. You, like a lot of people just kind of use that as like the central place to link to versus just, oh, here's my Twitter handle, but not everyone uses uh, Twitter, right? So they might not visit that. Yeah, I think that's um, really big with us as developers too, because like uh, a lot of the time you find somebody really cool on Twitter and you're like, wow, this guy, like he writes cool code, he does a lot of cool things. And then you're like, I wish I could see his code. And then you go to his personal site and like mm -hmm. nine times out of 10, he's got his GitHub. He or she is their like GitHub link yeah, there. And exactly. then, then you can discover more. Or like dribble with designers and different things like that. Yeah, just link to whatever's specific to you. Um, and I think like the best example, there's probably more than just this, but uh, at the time, like uh, there's this website called The Outline. It's uh, theoutline.com. And um, and they do like, uh, I forget what's, what's the name of the design pattern that they have. It's like not uh, industrial, but. I, I, I know the word you're thinking of and it's like on the tongue. <laughs> yeah. Br brutalist, brutalist, is that the word? brutalist yeah that's right yeah yeah so the outline does like this brutalist uh design where it's you, like uh, just visit in your browser like obviously if you're n not if you're driving right now but um <laughs> the next time just visit this the site and you can see it right away it's completely different from any other site they kind of like bold colors they got all these like crazy animations and stuff so um that's it's like one great example too which is just like yeah. the side point of brutalist design most of the time is not functional. So it's really cool that this actually is totally functional, but yeah. Yeah. It's like <laughs> a good reading experience exactly. too. And then of course our own website. So my site like sunnysync.io, I've made it um, dark theme. I think your, your site is dark theme. Yeah, I just, too, right? switched, I just joined the dark side a few weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so I, I made it like one of my main points with it was to make the reading experience as readable as something like medium um, by I tried to do like an even better job, I guess, specifically for the coding side, because you can have like the code blocks and they, you know, look the in, in more of a readable fashion. So yeah. you, you um, there's just definitely like a lot the, of stuff you can do. Yeah. You even have like a cool like fonts and stuff for the code blocks, all that kind of stuff too. Don't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah like cool stuff like that. Just nice little touches you couldn't do anywhere else. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, so kind of like to recap like a website i see as like another channel for distributing your content um so i don't think like websites are more important or less important uh, they're really just uh, an addition to social media uh, but it can serve as like a central hub and a way for you to serve custom unique experiences custom content um and like just open up opportunities so I think it's still like definitely really important. Yeah, it's it's a staple. You need to have a website now. It's it's 2019. Yeah, and then um, like I mentioned, uh, Iron Mike earlier, so I kind of want to like self promote that, uh, especially with Kyle being on, <laughs> since we're both co-founders. Uh, the third person is uh, Leanne Hitchens, yeah. and it's a site where basically that I actually use uh, for my podcast website, SunnyCommutes.fm, 
And that's, um, so I'm using Iron Mike as a website generator. It automatically creates a website for me. It pulls in new episodes. And, um, and that just kind of really easily makes it where like for podcasters, you can have a website really easily and you don't really have to think about it. Um, so that's the other thing you don't really have to, you know, make, you don't have to learn how to code. You don't have to make it kind of complex. Uh, you can have a website, you know, in, in a few minutes. So, um, use iron mic, use Squarespace, like whatever it is. Right. Um, so yeah, I think that's, that's pretty much it. Do you have anything to add to that? No, I was just, I was going to say I'm wearing my iron mic pullover today. So it's just like like promoting and i'm sitting here holding oh, up you the got logo it? are you wearing <laughs> <Yeah>. it yeah <laughs> oh nice okay yeah. yeah we're not actually uh video chatting so i'll have to see it after i edit the video <laughs> yeah all right so yeah thanks everyone for listening and for watching uh kyle do you want to like shout out your socials or whatever you want yeah so you can find me on twitter at design by kyle uh, i'm pretty active over there i ran about a lot of devs and design stuff and just random stuff sometimes Sometimes I think I'm funny. And then my personal site, which Sonny mentioned, is uh, <laughs> kylemcd.com. And you can like find all my stuff there. Yeah. Uh, that it would be too long-winded to mention here. So, Yep, so find all the stuff there. Um, mine, of course, sunnycommutes.fm for the podcast. And then you can tweet me your feedback for the podcast at sunnysync.io. Uh, so, yeah, thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Peace.